0: As usual, Julian gave her a book, just like the year before and the year before, and every holiday or occasion he could find in between his sister's birthdays. She had shelves of his so-called gifts, some given in truth and some to simply clear space in the library he called a bedroom, where books were stacked so high and so precariously that even the cats had trouble navigating the labyrinthine piles." The subjects varied, from adventure tales of prairie raiders, to stuffy poetry collections about the insipid royal court they both strived to avoid. Better for kindling, Corianne would say, every time he left her another dull volume. Once, for her 12th birthday, Julian gave her an ancient text written in a language she could not read, and one she assumed he only pretended to understand. Despite her dislike for the majority of his stories, she kept her own growing collection on neat shelves, strictly alphabetized, their spines facing forward to display titles on leather bindings. Most would go untouched, unopened, unread, a tragedy even Julian could not find the words to bemoan. There is nothing so terrible as a story untold. But Corianne kept them all the same, well-dusted, polished their gold-stamped letters gleaming in the hazy light of summer or winter's gray castings. From Julian was scrawled in each one, and those words she treasured above almost all. Only his true gifts were loved more, the manuals and guides sheathed in plastic, tucked between the pages of a genealogy or encyclopedia. A few held court at her bedside, snug beneath her mattress, to be pulled out at night when she could devour technical schematics and machine studies, how to build, break down, and maintain transport engines, air jets, telegraphy equipment, even light bulbs and kitchen stoves. Her father did not approve, as was the usual way. A silver daughter of a noble high house should not have fingers stained in motor oil, nails chipped by borrowed tools, or bloodshot eyes from too many nights spent straining over unsuitable literature. But Harris Jacos forgot his misgivings every time the video screen in the estate parlor shorted out, hissing sparks and blurred transmissions. Fix it, Corey, fix it. She did as he commanded, hoping each time would be the one to convince him only to have her tinkerings sneered at a few days later, and all her good work forgotten. She was glad he was gone, away in the capital aiding their uncle, the lord of House Jacos. This way she could spend her birthday with the people she loved, namely her brother Julian and Sarah Sconos, who had come specifically for the occasion. Growing prettier by the day, Corianne thought, noting her dearest friend, It had been months since their last meeting, when Sarah turned 15 and moved permanently to the royal court. Not so long, really, but already the girl seemed different, sharper. Her cheekbones cut cruelly beneath skin somehow paler than before, as if drained. And her gray eyes, once bright stars, seemed dark, full of shadows. But her smile came easily, as it always did around the Jacos children. Around Julian, truly. Corian knew. And her brother was just the same, grinning broadly, keeping a distance no uninterested boy would think to keep. He was surgically aware of his movements, and Corian was surgically aware of her brother. At 17, he was not too young for proposals, and she suspected there would be one in the coming months. Julian had not bothered to wrap her gift. It was already beautiful on its own, leather-bound, striped in the dusty yellow golds of House Jacob's, with the burning crown of Norda embossed into the cover. There was no title on the face or spine, and Corianne could tell there was no hidden guidebook in its pages. She scowled a little. Open it, Corey," Julian said, stopping her before she could toss the book onto the meager pile of other presents. All of them veiled insults, Gloves to hide common hands, impractical dresses for a court she refused to visit, and an already-opened box of sweets her father didn't want her to eat. They would be gone by dinner time. Corianne did as instructed, and opened the book to find it empty. Its cream pages were blank. She wrinkled her nose, not bothering to put on the show of a grateful sister.